Wow, I am so happy to be recording again. How are you all doing? Um, I am recording this in the middle of a heat wave. I'm sure a lot of you, if you live in North America, are experiencing this heat wave right now. Um, it has just been <laughs> a couple days of like pure insanity heat. And I'm probably being a little bit of a baby about it, but if you are from Canada, you're not really used to super, super high temperatures. So this heat wave has just hit us all so hard, um, especially because we don't have air conditioning in my house and all the other places I lived before did. Uh, anyway, so we've been hanging out in our basement a lot, in the lake a lot. Also, my dog Willa got surgery and so I skipped last week's podcast because she was sick for a little while and then she got surgery and now she's recovering and she's doing really well. But yeah, it has been a hot minute since I sat down to record and I miss it so much. So today we are going to be doing a requested episode that was requested from someone on my Instagram and they wanted to talk about living for the weekend, more specifically how not to always be living for the weekend um, and how to live in the moment. So we're going to talk about that today and then I'm also going to do the astrology update for Cancer and Leo because I am behind on the astrology. Uh, a few episodes ago I did Taurus and Gemini and how are the months flying by so fast? I don't know. So I got to do cancer and we got to do Leo. I love astrology, guys, especially in the summer. I always just get really into it and really into like looking up star and moon and rising signs. And I start following a bunch more astrology accounts and like looking at astrology memes. I don't know why in the summer I get more into it. But anyway, super excited about astrology. So I'm going to do that too. That will be at the end. So stay tuned. If you thought I forgot about you, all of my cancers and my Leos, I did not. You are in this episode. Don't worry. Okay. So while I was out to getting some coffee this morning, because it is too hot to do anything in the main floor of our house, I literally cannot even be up there to make coffee. Although I am up here right now recording this podcast because that's where the podcast recording room is. And I'm sweating half to death right now, but it's okay. Going to push through it. Um, so yeah, I made a little list on my phone of things that I think are helpful to not only just like how to live in the moment, but also talking about kind of what to do if you feel like you are always just living for the weekend, like you're going throughout your week, just waiting and waiting for the weekend to come. That is not me now um, because I work for myself and I honestly, I most of the time don't even know what day it is. Like I couldn't tell you what day it is on any given day if you asked me and not even the date, like the day of the week because all of my days are basically the same and they all just run together. For a, quite a while, like quite a few years in my life, I 100% was living for the weekend. Like there was a four-month period in my life where every single day of the week felt like depression. Like I hated the job that I was in. I think I've talked about this a couple times. Uh, it was a co-op for my degree in communications and I hated it so much. It was so anxiety inducing. My boss or like the person that I was supposed to be getting mentorship from was horrible. <laughs> I still think about 
that time period in my life and feel like anxiety in my chest. Um, and yeah, so I a hundred percent know what it's like to live for the weekend because I absolutely hated what I was doing. So yeah, I hope that this will be helpful. Um, I have some good tips about kind of like living in the moment and how to enjoy the full week if you're doing something that you don't really enjoy. Did that make sense? Oh my gosh, it's so hot in here, guys. It's literally 30 degrees in my house. And like I said, so humid and there's no breeze, no airflow. So I think we kind of have to back it up a little bit and get to the root of why you are living for the weekend in the first place. So I guess the very root of it is because you are not enjoying what you're doing throughout the week, which for most people, I think, would be their job or whatever like school program they're in. Kind of the thing that I, I was actually talking to my sister about this because she was like complaining about this exact thing uh, not too long ago. And the advice that I had for her then was you need to find something that you are excited about that you can do every day or do often something that you just cannot wait to have time to do so for me when I was working that horrible co-op job it was kind of when I was starting my food blog and starting my Instagram and I would take any spare minute like on my lunch break or any breaks I took or just any spare minute at work when I had any downtime um, as soon as I got home and like when I woke up in the morning I was thinking about you know, like starting my Instagram and starting my business. And it was so exciting to me. And I just wanted to be doing it all the time. And I honestly swear that that is the thing that got me through that four month period was just the excitement of being able to go home and do the thing that I actually really loved. So it doesn't have to be anything related to social media or anything like that. But just having something that's either a hobby or just something that you're really passionate about or interested in that you can get excited about so that it feels like you don't have like five days out of seven that you're just kind of dragging your feet through and that you're not enjoying. If you take five days out of every week, week after week after week, month after month, that is just like wasting your whole life. Like it's just wasting so much time being unhappy. So if you can find something that brings you joy and makes you happy that you can focus on and be excited about, it will kind of like shift your attention away from the stuff that you don't like or the negative things or the stuff that don't bring you joy onto the things that you really love and the things that bring you happiness shifting your focus in that way will just make every day so much more bearable and so much happier. Having something to look forward to is such a good feeling and just anything, like anything that you're interested in, excited about and working towards, focusing on that, shifting your attention from what you are unhappy with to being excited about something will really, really help make it feel like you're not wasting the weekdays waiting for the weekend. Another tip that I have is to Create meaning for whatever you're doing, whether it's your work or your school program, by remembering your why. So why did you take this job in the first place? Why did you choose this school program in the first place? I think for school, it's a little bit easier because for most school programs, they have a start and end date. Like, you know, you're going to graduate in four years or two years or whatever it is. For a job, sometimes it's a little bit harder because you don't always have an end date. So if you're not enjoying it, it's kind of hard to, you know, I guess perk yourself up about it because it you have no idea how long it's going to go on for. 
So remembering your why is really, really helpful in kind of, I guess, feeling gratitude for a situation that you might not be totally happy with. So let's say you're in a job that you don't really enjoy, but the job has good benefits. It pays well. It allows you to do your hobbies or do your activities or take the trip you really love or provide for your family. There are so many reasons why people you know, choose to stay in a job that they don't really love. And I think remembering why that is can be helpful. That being said, if it is something that's just really, really bad and you're really not enjoying it, quit, (laughs) like change programs, change jobs, you know, quit and start your own thing or quit and try something else. There is not enough time in life to just be doing something that you hate for a long period of time and just enduring it because it it honestly just is a waste of time. Like if it's really something that you know you're not passionate about and you know eventually like it's not going to lead to something that you are passionate about, you can just quit. Like no one's saying that you have to do the same thing forever. And I think a lot of times people will stay in a situation that they don't really like because they're afraid of doing something else or they're a little bit too comfortable. But if it's bad enough and if it's kind of like the benefits are not outweighing the fact that you just really don't like doing that every day, then I am a huge proponent of quitting. Like I have given my friends the advice and my sister and my boyfriend the advice to quit jobs that they don't like or that are not leading them anywhere because it's just wasting your time at that point. And sometimes they take my advice and it works and sometimes they choose to stay in it and kind of prove me wrong that maybe it was a better idea for them to stay in it. But I just hate when people complain to me about their job like over and over week after week and I'm like look you can just quit like you don't have to complain every day and dread every shift and like you know dread getting up in the morning to go to this place like you can choose to do something else so never forget that nothing in life really is permanent uh, except death and taxes is that the quote I don't know if it is I think it's Nothing in life is guaranteed except death and taxes. But something that my mom told me when I was younger is there isn't really any situation that you'll find yourself in that you will truly be like fully stuck. For most situations, relationships, marriages, um, jobs, school programs, degrees, like all of these things that people sometimes feel like they don't really have an option, there is always the option to not do it. And actually something else that my boyfriend Greg says a lot is you don't have to do anything. Like there are all of these kind of social constructs and like social contracts and all these rules we follow and we feel like, oh, I have to do this. I have to go to this. I can't quit this job. I have to stay in this. It's like you don't actually have to do anything. And so if there is a job that you're in that you're just too scared to quit because you fear the unknown but you're dreading every day of the week and just waiting until Friday when you don't have to go there for two days, you can quit. Okay, so another thing that I wanted to mention is remember that just because it looks like everyone else is always like busy and having a lot of fun or really enjoying their days, and remember that everyone for the most part, except for you know a select few people, has days that they are just kind of like meh (laughs) even celebrities like everybody has days where they're just not really 
I don't know, enjoying what they're doing. Like everyone has to go through time periods and time of doing things that they don't like. Or even celebrities and Instagram models have days when they just lay face down on the couch and wonder what the point of it all is. (laughs) Like I know that's true. And I don't know, even people who are living their dream job, like I would say that I am, you know, have my dream job and I'm living my dream job. Like I am making vegan recipe videos on YouTube and that combines all of my favorite things, vegan food, cooking and videography. And I still have plenty of days where I'm like, oh my goodness, I just am not enjoying this. Like I'm just waiting and waiting for like, not really the weekend because I work seven days a week. So it's just kind of a little bit different, but I'm like waiting for a day that I can take off or I'm waiting for when, you know, this video is done or whatever, and I can have some time off, something like that. We all have days where we're just like not enjoying the day to day and it just becomes really monotonous and mundane. And you're like, I am tired of doing this every single day. I want to change. So remember that literally everyone has that. And just because it might look like online or, you know, in your life that there's some people who just enjoy every day and every day is like so fun. That's not really true. And there isn't really anyone who has, you know, the most exciting life every single day. So remembering that is helpful. But I think it comes down to perspective. Like there's a lot of people who might actually be really happy on a daily basis. And I think those are the people who have things that they enjoy and have things that they're excited about and have the perspective of looking on the bright side of things and trying to find things to be excited about every day. Those are the people who in enjoy their life a lot more and who don't necessarily live for the weekend versus the people who just complain about everything. They wake up dreading what they have to do. They let every little thing get to them and every little thing bother them. And they just say in their head over and over, like, I can't wait till Friday. I can't wait till Friday. I've learned that there are so many things throughout your day that you can make into positive experiences and that you can look forward to. And I think it really takes a shift in perspective to focus on the little things and focus on the things that make you happy versus just kind of looking at your day as this is a work day, this day sucks. There's four more of these after this before I get to the weekend. But if you look at every day as kind of like its own thing and there are you know hours in that day that you're working or you're going to school and you don't necessarily love it but there are also all these little pockets of time throughout the day like maybe you wake up and you go for a swim or you go for a run or you do yoga um, or maybe you wake up and you make an amazing breakfast and then you go get a coffee before work or you know you spend a little bit of extra time at the coffee shop writing a book that you're working on or listening to an audiobook and then at your lunch break you call a friend and talk to them or you message someone you haven't seen in a while and you know make a date for coffee there are so many little pockets throughout the day that you can create meaning and happiness in and that is what makes every day worthwhile and every day worth living even if you don't necessarily like your job or your school program that's not the entirety of your life and it doesn't have to be like you can choose to focus on the stuff that excite you and make you happy to be alive and not just focus on the two days a week that you don't have to be at work or you don't have to be at school and then the last thing that I wanted to mention that I think is really really helpful for anyone who is looking for 
ways to live in the moment and kind of enjoy every day, then you need to spend a few minutes a day. Maybe it's like 10 minutes in the morning or five in the morning, five at night, tuning into your breath and tuning into the present moment. I promise, pinky swear, that it will be helpful in teaching you how to step back in your day and be able to tune into the present moment and find what you're grateful for or find what you're happy about. Meditation doesn't just kind of calm you for the five minutes that you're doing it. It really gives you the tools and it helps rewire your brain to be able to live in the moment better and enjoy the moment better. I had this idea to kind of do some guided meditations sometimes in Um, podcasts. And if you guys would be interested in that, you should send me a message and let me know. But now I'm going to do the astrology reading. So for those of you who might be just tuning in and have no idea what this astrology thing is about that I keep talking about, I have this book that I read from and I read the signs from the book, like the star signs. Cancer is June 21st through July 22nd. Oh, I'm not behind. Wait, I thought cancer already passed. Oh my gosh, guys, I'm not behind yet. Okay, this episode is officially going up before Leo season starts, so I am not behind. Wow, that's amazing. So today I'm just going to be reading cancer. (laughs) So cancer is a water sign. I love water signs. I um, am a Virgo sun, Taurus moon, Scorpio rising, so I'm an earth, earth, water, and I love sensitive water signs. I just realized Greg and I are both, our rising signs are both water signs, which is kind of crazy. I feel like I want to talk a little bit more about astrology, but I don't know if you guys are into it, but Greg is a Pisces rising and I'm a Scorpio rising. Um, and those are both water signs and we're both Virgo sun. Anyway, Cancer is a water sign. The symbol is the crab. You want a steady and secure home life that you can use as a stabilizing base for your explorations in the world. You have a need for security and consistency that guides many of your decisions. Even when you're making bold choices in your career, you feel most settled and grounded when you know exactly what you will be returning home to. Hence, you put a lot of time and effort into cultivating the relationships that make you feel most secure, whether they are with your family, colleagues, close friends, or lovers. When all is well in those areas of your life, you are content indeed. Because so much of your emotional well-being is based on your desire for security, you can become somewhat single-minded in your pursuit of it. Beware of your tendency to evaluate people, situations, or ideas based solely on their perceived impact on you and your life. Instead, recognize that there is value and legitimacy in many different ideas and perspectives and try to not take everything so personally. Once you are able to put some healthy space between yourself and all the daily stimulations that surround you, you will find you are less defensive and emotionally charged when things don't go your way. You're an extremely caring and compassionate person who wants to nurture and support others. You're always available to listen and lend your advice and support to people you care about. And you have the patience and tenacity to nurture large projects from inception through completion. These skills make you a natural in the world of business and in demand in whatever profession you choose. You have a gentle touch and don't like to be in situations that are too aggressive or hostile. Instead, you want your life to be filled with comfort and consistency from which you derive your admirable strength and stamina. Ooh, I love that. That is so 
accurate for all of the cancers that I know. Guys, I think I'm going to have to go through next time and do like the moon and rising signs for these. Does everyone know their sun, moon, and rising sign? If you don't, you need to look it up. So you can look up like a, the moon sign calculator and rising sign calculator. Basically, you need like just your year and then your birthday. Um, and then for your rising sign, you need the time you were born as well. But it's so interesting. And if you've never felt like you kind of fully identified with your astrology sign, it's probably because you didn't get the full picture with your moon and rising sign also. But when you kind of read all three of them, it just, it feels so complete and it really does feel like they're describing you, which is so cool. Um, and I just love astrology. I think it's so fun. So yeah, I'm going to wrap it up for this episode because I am so warm right now, but I hope you guys are having an amazing day. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you want me to dive further into this or anything else in a future episode, then you can send me a message on Instagram. I would also love if you guys left a rating and review on iTunes. Um, I love reading your reviews. I say that every time, but I just do. They're so sweet. And I love knowing that you guys are enjoying the podcast. It's actually a little bit hard um, with podcasts. Unlike videos on YouTube, I don't get feedback right away, um, like in the form of comments or anything. So I never really know if you guys are enjoying the episode. So the only way I know is through reviews and when people DM me on Instagram. So I appreciate when you guys let me know that you're enjoying it so much um, or if you have things that you think I can improve on. I appreciate that too. So uh, that is everything for me today. I hope you guys have an amazing week ahead and I will see you all in the next episode. Bye.